Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio, another true story from True Story FM. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. This episode is brought to you by Accelerist. If you're looking for ways to navigate the fundraising landscape in a post-pandemic world, you'll want to download their latest research at accelerist.com forward slash insights. We all know it takes an extraordinary individual to launch and sustain a purpose-focused business, but my guest today, Liat Rothschild, takes this to an entirely new level because not only is she a successful social entrepreneur, she launched her business when she was seven months pregnant with twins. Packed with Purpose is the company Liat founded in 2016, and they source high-quality gifts from vendors that in some way, shape, or form are making a meaningful community impact right here in the United States. If you haven't yet experienced a Packed with Purpose gift box, I highly recommend you order one for yourself and then make it your gift of choice for pretty much any occasion. Liat is the perfect blend of marketer and do-gooder, and you're really going to enjoy my interview with her today. So let's get started. Hey, Liat, welcome to Cause Talk Radio. Thanks for having me, Megan. I don't think you've ever been on the podcast, which seems like impossible. How is that even possible? I've not been on your podcast. I've been on other podcasts. Oh, I'm sure you've been on plenty. No, 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 no. no. Yes, that's... I'm sorry. I should have have clarified. You haven't been on this podcast before, which seems like a missed opportunity on my part. So, so awesome to have you here. Well, um... Uh, we have so much to talk about, but I really wanted to start off today by talking a little bit about your backstory, because it turns out you're like this social impact cause crusader from way back. And I think I knew you from maybe your mission measurement days, yeah. but you're doing something a little bit different now, which we're going to talk about in a second. But can you just start off by telling us a little bit about your professional backstory? Yeah. And, you know, the way I sort of uh, talk about it is I've been... I. I'm doing this dance between social impact and marketing. That's basically what I've done throughout my life. Yeah. So yeah. Um, a few points along my my journey, I was a Peace Corps volunteer in Paraguay uh, right after That's college. That's right. We share that in common. I forgot oh, that. yeah, that is I right. was Peace Corps Honduras right oh, after nice. college too. So Amazing. Right. So I was We need Peace like Corps. a sign. Yes. <laughs> a little pin. We'll wear that. <laughs> Um, so I was a Peace Corps volunteer in Paraguay, worked on some cool um, fertilizer-related income-generating projects uh, with the mm. local farmers. Um, then I ended up going to business school. I worked in uh, marketing strategy consulting. And um, along the way, actually, during business school, uh, I got a master's in international studies, happened to do some cool research on women entrepreneurs, um, mm. had a, an opportunity to go to Easter Island to interview a woman who was basically using um, comics to preserve the native tongue and the native culture, which oh, was really cool. fascinating. In any case, uh, was working for Mission Measurement right before I started Pack with Purpose. So was advising chief sustainability officers and marketing executives, helping them figure out how do they take their corporate social responsibility dollars and create a societal impact and also a you know positive return for the business. So lots of, uh, you know, hops between the world of social impact and business. And then I was able to merge those two passions together and pack with purpose. Wow. Well, and now to hear you telling all of that story, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can totally see how you got to start this business. But tell, tell me what 
what was the genesis behind starting Pack with Purpose? We were like, I'm out of this rat race. I can't do this nine to five. Or did you just come up with this great idea? And you're like, hmm, that could work. Let's try that. Like, how did that all happen? Um, and tell us what it is first. Tell yeah, us what Pack yes, with Purpose yes. is okay. so people know. So, um, the three so people I'm... who are listening who don't know what Pack with Purpose is, make sure we... We're so Pack with Purpose is a corporate and personal gifting company with a social mission. So we curate, you know, high quality, exceptional gifts where what sets us apart is that all the products in our gift boxes do good. And we tell the story of their impact in each one of the gifts so that the recipient is not only wowed by the products, but really getting to know and appreciate all of these incredible um, purposeful purveyors. That's the affectionate term that we give to our suppliers. Um, so the the my aha moment in the genesis of the arrival of Packed with Purpose into this world was, as I mentioned, I was consulting and advising to CSR executives. It was a cold day in Chicago. Our office is riddled with the ubiquitous corporate gift, wicker baskets filled with sweets, popcorn tins galore. And I just looked around and I thought, it can't be that this is as good as the corporate gift gets. Because I know that all these companies and people are really interested in doing good. And when you're sending gifts of, you know, appreciation or thank you or onboarding gifts, there's just an opportunity to express your, your values and your desire to create a social impact through the gift that you're giving. Um, so I had this aha moment and, um, there were lots of my colleagues were working with foundations and nonprofits. And so there were lots of social enterprises that I was becoming familiar with through the work that we are doing. And so I had, you know, just this opportunity to realize there's all these amazing organizations and companies doing good. They're creating products that are exceptional and also, you know, are providing deep value to society. What if I was to put those together in a gift box and I told their stories of impact, maybe even better than they are currently telling it themselves? You know, wouldn't that be a more compelling gift than what is currently available? Well, and we should also back up to say, if you haven't ever received a pack with purpose gift, first of all, you're missing out. Second of all, they are beautiful. They're they're so well packaged. Um, you just open the box, you get this lovely, like the story of impact kind of jumps out at you. And it's like, um, it's, it's not like a comic book, but it's like a book you want to leaf through because it's like beautiful and it tells these beautiful stories and it's like the first thing you pick up. And then all of the products are just phenomenal. So um, I'm not sure you could have done this business 20 years ago because, you know, like anything that had a purpose like back in the day was maybe not as polished as what you would expect. But, you know, nowadays there's so many purposeful purveyors, as you call them, that have really high quality products with a really compelling story. Like, you know, I think your timing is incredible as well. But um, tell us a little bit about your purposeful purveyors. I always like reading the stories, but share, yeah. share a couple of those stories with us. Absolutely. And honestly, you know, it, what makes us great is our purposeful purveyors and showcasing their stories and, you know, um, getting those stories into the hands of each one of the recipients um, who get mm. our gifts. So I'll, I'll give you a handful of examples just to, to, to bring it to life. Yes, um, so we've got an amazing social enterprise here. I'm ba we're based in Chicago. So here in Chicago called Sweet Beginnings, they um, produce uh, honey and bee wax related and honey related products. And basically it's a social enterprise that provides job opportunities and skills uh, building for individuals that were formerly incarcerated. Um, in addition to that, which is already incredible, they're all about creating, um, you know, one of the largest urban apiaries. So on all of these huge mm. boulevards in Chicago. 
Um, so oh, that's cool. one example. Another example, I'll sort of uh, move you to Detroit. So this was one of the first social enterprises that I was um, uh, connected to called Detroit Food Academy. And it's basically, you can think of it as like an after-school program um, that is really focused on building 21st century skills in Detroit youth. And it's all done through a culinary experience. So teaching Mm -hmm. them leadership skills and accounting skills and um, negotiation skills and speaking skills by having them produce different products that then they sell in local marketplaces and shops, including the jam that we source and include in our gifts. Um, And then something totally different would be a company called Woodchuck that's based in Minneapolis in Minnesota. And they make all of these amazing um, wood journals, pens, coasters, et cetera. And Mm. they are on a mission to um, reforest the world. And so for every product that they sell, they are planting a tree. And so within every one of the journals that we carry, there's actually a card inside where you can see the exact location where they planted their tree. And that's just you oh, know, that's a cool. smattering of, of the different purveyors that we work with. Yes, so many, so many. It's so fun to just read the stories about them. Now, are they all based in the U.S. or are they international as well? The majority are based in the U.S. And to be honest, that okay. was part of my, you know, my drive when I started Peck with Purpose and really like my overall thesis was there's such a big opportunity to double down and create impact in our own backyards. I feel like Mm. in the 1980s, maybe 1990s, a lot of the impact was overseas, right? Like in Latin America or in Asia. And while there's a lot of need in other countries, there's a lot of opportunity to do good in communities right around us in the United States. So most of our purposeful purveyors are from the U.S. This episode is brought to you by Accelerist. How do Americans want and expect to engage with charities in a post-pandemic world? Great question. Luckily for you, this is the subject of Accelerist's latest research, which you can download for free at accelerist.com forward slash insights. You'll gain information on point of sale fundraising, workplace giving, and employee engagement. The stats, sentiments, and motivations featured in the report will help you and your partners game plan new corporate fundraising strategies in 2021 and beyond. So head over to accelerist.com forward slash insights and get the post-pandemic fundraising report for free right now. Well, how do you source these vendors? Like, how do you find them? What's your litmus test about what you'll include in your boxes? I know you have very high quality standards, but like, how do you tell, tell me a little bit about that journey with a purposeful purveyor? Yeah. So um, in terms of discovering purveyors, so now, interestingly, lots of purveyors or you know, prospective or potential purveyors come to us, which is wonderful because they've heard about us. But really, um, you know, it's like many other things. Once you start to do research, you start to see that there's various communities. So as we um, started to find purveyors in New York or Florida or you know, Minnesota or California, um, sometimes they would recommend purveyors to us. And oftentimes we're doing research on our own. Um, and so we're finding new purveyors where, you know, the products are high quality. It could be that we're looking for a certain type of impact, you know, right now, uh, over the past year, we've really increased the number of purveyors that come from black and brown communities or purveyors that are AAPI or women owned purveyors or LGBTQ plus purveyors. So sometimes there's an impact focus. It could be that we're looking for particular price points. Um, oftentimes it's, uh, finding also ones from different geographies in the U.S. As we grow, lots of our clients are looking for specific um, types of gifts, and it could be geography-specific, if let's say, for an event. 
Um, but aside from the discovery process, which is always exciting, really for us, you know, the product has to be high quality and high quality is both, you know, if it's a consumable or if it's a durable, the packaging is part of what makes something, you know, high quality. It's not just, you know, the functional use. Um, and then beyond that, it has to have an impact. And so we focus on five broad impact areas. So health and wellness, women's empowerment, youth empowerment, workforce development, and, um, the environment. And so the, you know, the impact of every one of the products needs to at least touch one of those areas. Well, let's talk a little bit about marketing. This is always interesting because I think if people look at your business, they would probably naively say, well, you know, it's all about the impact. But you talked, you know, out of the gates, you said marketing and social impact. So talk about what you think has made you know, your mix of marketing and social impact successful. I mean, you've, you've kind of disrupted a very competitive space as it relates to corporate gifting. I mean, there's, like you said, you kind of have the cookie cutter corporate gift, but there's a lot of them. And, you know, they probably had very long relationships. So can you talk a little bit about how long has your business been around? It's been around for a while. So I'm going to yeah, well, it, it depends on what a while means, but um, launched in 2000, <laughs> 2017. So now for a, yeah. a handful of years, we've seen a you know tremendous growth, which has been inspiring and humbling and obviously really um, just motivating um, as we continue to grow. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I guess it's interesting because your question, I could see it two ways. One is you're right you know, impact is part of who we are. It's part of our DNA. But at the end of the day, I think of us as storytellers, right? Like what, what mm. makes Pact with Purpose a powerful brand and what makes receiving our gifts exciting is, you know, all of the products need to be high quality of interest to recipients, you know, something that you're going, there's going to be a wow factor. But beyond that, it's storytelling and it's marketing, sharing the amazing stories behind our purveyors. And that is what, you know, creates this, you know, this, uh, this chemistry when a recipient receives a packed with purpose gift. And as you said, like you're, you're, you're leafing through our impact booklet and it's just story after story. So a lot of that is marketing. Um, you know, and I, depending on how one interprets your question, the other side I was thinking of is we are in the gifting business, but many of our customers, you know, our corporate clients, they're, they're marketers. And so whether it's a marketer for a CPG brand, whether it's a marketer for a legal company, or even, you know, someone who's the head of client services, you're sending a gift. And that is um, an extension of your brand, whether it's to your, um, you know, to prospective clients, or whether it's to your clients. And so in many ways, we are, you know, a, a, a new kind of marketing tool that companies are yeah, using. Yeah, you're like an extension of their brand to exactly. kind of show their values. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's been all um, roses and unicorns for you <laughs> since you started. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Isn't it for but every single entrepreneur? Could, <laughs> uh, all of you, yes. Don't work hard at all and have no uh, lessons learned the hard way. But, you know, my favorite question is, what have you had to learn the hard yeah. way? What would, you, what would you say has been a lesson you've had to really internalize and that's been pivotal to your success? For sure. So um, the lesson is, you know, working with our purposeful purveyors is a true partnership and understanding how to work with them um, is, is paramount to success. And the, the story behind this is, so I, um, 
I founded Packed with Purpose when I was seven months pregnant with twins. And oh my goodness, yes, very exciting. Um, and so <laughs> our it was through a Kickstarter, it was through an Indiegogo campaign. So basically, like a Kickstarter crowdsourcing um, campaign. I had four week old twins in the NICU, and we're just about oh to send goodness. the you know fifteen hundred or so gifts. Um, that were due to be shipped out that day. And I get a call from the warehouse telling us basically that all of the granola, granola that was just received has come in and it's totally rock solid. It's not loose oh. granola, it's rock solid. Why? Because we're working with a purveyor and, um, you know, they agreed to a timeline that maybe they shouldn't have. And, you know, part of that could have been us pushing them for that timeline. Long story short, we got about a thousand uh, bags of granola that were not usable. We had to work with our purveyor to get new ones sent out. Thankfully, we were fine in terms of timeline. You know, it was like incredible communication skills with the warehouse. I'm taking this call from the NICU. I'm working with my first employee, uh, liaising with our purveyor, you know, trying to figure out what had happened. They basically bagged the granola while it was still hot. And so what should have been, you know, wonderful, delicious, crumbly granola was, you know, delicious rock rock solid <laughs> granola but that's not just that's rename it biscotti <laughs> yeah uh, so you know it, it was a great lesson and to be honest you know one of my other takeaways was just the power of partnership and it was not only partnership with our purveyor but you know working closely with uh, at that point it was my first employee and with the warehouse and figuring out you know how do we solve this as uh quickly and elegantly as possible because at the end of the day our clients have entrusted us with this service and we can't fail them. Um, so it was a, it was a pretty unique moment. Right out of the gates, <laughs> you're learning lessons. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure there have been probably more lessons in working with purveyors. I would imagine that's the tricky part of your business is, you know, consistent quality control and making sure that you're like, I'm sure your checklist of what you need to <laughs> review yes. with purveyors has yeah. grown quite a bit over the years as like things go sideways with rock hard granola to I'm sure <laughs> right. you've had other horror stories, which I won't ask you to share. But um, yeah, that seems like that seems like the logistical piece of, of your business. Well, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I'm sure there's others. Um, tell us what your next big aspiration is at Packed with Purpose. Where are you headed 2021 and beyond? Yeah, well, I mean, the first thing is we've just seen such tremendous growth. And so for us, it's just continuing to grow the business and the systems and the processes that can sustain that growth. Um, and so, you know, what initially was corporate gifts, you know, where uh, there was a clear opportunity for holidays. Now it's very clear that um, beyond holiday gifting, it's for virtual events, for in-person events, for employee onboarding, for employee appreciation. Um, so, you know, the, the opportunity to send gifts throughout various occasions um, is just indicated to us that there is a huge opportunity to continue to grow the business. And a lot of that is in systems and processes. It's not that sexy or exciting to most people, but it's what will allow us to continue to grow. And then beyond that, um, you know, potentially creating some white label uh products for us, maybe sourcing um, dried fruits and nuts from Midwestern farms. It could be um, doing some more branded products um, is that's been something that our uh, clients are really interested in. So maybe even creating a social enterprise under the Packed with Purpose brand that provides employment to um, opportunity youth or to those with barriers to employment. Um, you know, right here in Chicago. So lots of exciting strategic initiatives that we're thinking through. 
there. Now, let me, let me just clar- clarify. So if I, just as an individual consumer, wanted to go to your website and buy a gift for somebody else, I could still do that. It's not only corporate gifts. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yes. So corporate I just want to make sure gifts. I wasn't, yes. I wasn't. Thank you. You are right. Here, no, no, yes. Megan. Yeah. We've got a website and, you know, we've got e-commerce orders, you know, day in and day out, um, where sometimes it might be the executive assistant of someone who's buying a dozen gifts, but it could just be one person who's sending a thank you gift to their friend or family. I've done that, but yeah. I just wanted to share that it wasn't just thank you. Gifts, yes. So. Thank you. Um, well, speaking of your website and all your fabulousness, where can people find you online, Leon? Yes. More about so our website is packedwithpurpose.gifts. That's G-I-F-T-S. Um, and then you can find us on social at PackedWPurpose. Um, Leah, thank you so much. It was so great to chat with you on the podcast. It was cool. lovely to connect with you again, Megan. 